Broadcasting from Purple Earth. If we can reduce our dependence on money, we can reduce the power that those with money have over us. I'm afraid that you have rather a weak grasp of reality. Your reality, sir, is lies and balderdash, and I'm delighted to say that I have no grasp of it whatsoever! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, hello, and welcome to A Different Reality. I am Abby Z. And I'm Rosie. And today we bring you a piece written in January, recorded and produced in the early and middle part of February. We sit before the microphones now on Sunday evening, February 19th, 2006, and present to you a different reality, number 601, The Money Rant. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to operate this machine. little rant we're going to talk about money now this isn't going to be like public radio we're not going to sit around and grovel now what we are going to talk about is the role of money in a sustainable world in a sustainable civilization you know the reason that it even exists in the first place is that it started out as a common denominator thing you know somebody wouldn't have to give me a basket of tomatoes if i fix their computer or something like that primitive cultures got tired of that arrangement and they designed this common denominator to more easily facilitate barter over the centuries it became the end object in itself well now i think it's become a religion it's totally become a religion from the standpoint of sustainability, it's motivated activities that are completely opposite to what you would do if you wanted to do things in a sustainable way. Like what's the most sustainable way to get our food? It's to grow it right nearby to our own communities so that we're not consuming a lot of energy transporting it, storing it, and so on. But what we have now is food that's shipped halfway around the world, almost literally. Fresh produce that's flown thousands of miles from California to store shelves in New York the next day. Clothing. Cotton is picked off the fields of America. Bales of cotton are loaded on boats to go to China. The cotton is woven into fabric, sewed into clothing in China. Then it's trucked back to the ports. It's loaded on boats, goes back to this country, gets off the boats, put back on trucks, hauled to the warehouse, gets hauled from the warehouse to the store, gets hauled from the store to your house, all for something that not that very long ago, everything happened within 50 miles of your house. I mean, that's really crazy. It's really it, crazy. It, and it just doesn't make sense in any shape or form. And it also increases global warming, you know. I mean, there, there are so many aspects to what's wrong with the picture that we have right now. And granted, there are some things that we are still going to have to transport to and from other parts of the world and to or from other parts of the country, mainly because of climatological differences and so on. It's really hard to grow oranges in Wisconsin.
what we've ended up with is this system that just needs consumption. There was a German scientist that calculated, and when I read the calculation, I just thought it was impossible. And you know, so I made the calculation too, and it turned out to be true that in the year zero, you take this penny, invest it at seven percent interest compounded. By the time of Columbus, that investment is worth the weight of the Earth in gold. That's about 1,500 years. The money system depends on that interest to sustain itself. But you look out over the long term, and that's physically impossible. You can't increase consumption, and you can't keep increasing population and expect it to be sustainable. What if we treated it like the trash that it is? And refused to use it to pay for our goods and services? Then this thing money'd become a thing of the past. And any left around it could use to wipe your brow. I hate money, money killed my brother. I hate money, it's killing my mother. I hate it, I hate it, look what it's done to you and me. It's not just the root, it's the whole damn tree And I hate that analogy I hate money. For most of us, money represents material and it represents labor. It's what we use to buy the things that we need. There gets to be a point that having more money doesn't really make any difference in your life. You've already bought all the stuff that you could ever want, everything that you could ever want. You've got this life of comfort and luxury, and how can it be any more comfortable and more luxurious than it is? What happens then is people trick into this other mode. If money doesn't represent stuff anymore, it represents power. You start to buy companies or big shares of companies. And that gives you influence over what the company does. That gives you power over people's lives. It gives you power over who works and who doesn't work. It gives you power over the things that people have available to them to buy or to see or to watch. That's the problem with a money-based system. Power and influence is not based on merit. It's based on money. Somebody can work their ass off day after day and still not have enough money to buy food or pay the rent. While some spoiled rich kid with no brains at all can spend his life as a drunken cokehead frat boy and everything he ever wants or needs is handed to him on a silver platter, including the throne from where he now thinks he can be dictator over the rest of us. Get 
If we can reduce our dependence on money, we can reduce the power that those with money have over us. And how do we do that? So we have to think, how can we live without money? Or what steps can we take to live on less money? And actually, the biggest thing that we can do to bring about a sustainable world is to learn how to get things done without money, or at least with less money. Because if money is scarce, you start thinking about ways to save it and ways to use less of it. You start using reclaimed material in your building projects. You learn how to make your own food. You take up gardening. You learn how to cook kick-ass meals from basic staples. You start sharing rides with your friends. And if you're really smart, you move to a place where you don't need to drive at all. You start shopping for your clothing at thrift stores, second-hand stores, places like that. You learn how to patch and repair your clothing. You know, there's a lot Or make of, it from scratch. Or make it from scratch. Or make it from materials reclaimed from other clothing that's been discarded. Having already recorded and listened to this little rant, I really feel the need to interject something important here, and that is that, yes, we need to live on as little money as possible, but that doesn't mean we should just go out and get everything as cheaply as we can. The main point here is to reduce consumption. Reducing consumption is usually going to mean spending less money, but not always. Now, in the world we live in today, we still need to spend money for a lot of things. But we have to be careful about how we spend it. we got to make sure that we spend it in a way that leads to a more sustainable world, not just a crazy, over-consuming world like we have right now. A lot of times, doing the right thing won't necessarily be the least expensive thing. For instance, shopping at Main Street mom-and-pop businesses may cost a little bit more than going to the big box stores, but it's the right thing to do because it keeps resources closer to your own community. Another, for instance, it might be a little bit more expensive to invest in products that are more durable or products that are easier to repair. But in the long run, these things are going to be less expensive because you're not going to have to replace them as often. So in the end, you consume fewer resources and you're getting better use out of the resources that are consumed. So the main point is not to just blindly say, live on as little money as possible, but to consume as little as possible. By the way, even though we do believe in a world without money, it doesn't mean that we don't need some. We're not there yet. No. So there is a virtual hat on our website at 
to www.purpleearth.net. That's www.purpleearth.net. Reality is written, recorded, produced, and engineered by Abby and Rosie of Purple Earth Productions. The music you heard on today's show was... Our theme song, Lovers of Light, from Afro-Celt Sound System. And we heard the agonizing debut of the Purple Earth Garage Band, doing a sloppy cover of Pink Floyd's Money, followed by a piece of the original version that we all know and love. We heard Robert Hoyt doing I Hate Money, followed by Money Money from Jerry Garcia Band. We heard the Beatles do Can't Buy Me Love. And No More from Neil Young. This playlist is on our website at www.purpleearth.net, along with links to the artist's websites and a place where you can buy some of this music. You'll also find lots and lots of links relevant to the things we talked about today and a place where you can send us a message. That's all on our website at www.purpleearth.net. Until next time, thanks a lot for listening. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from Purple Earth.